This podcast is sponsored by the Kerry Golston Ministries International, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Pastor Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly in Jesus' name. Amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. To speak as of the oracles of God. I believe the Holy Spirit is the teacher, the guide, the helper, the standby. He is the greater one who lives on the inside of us. And I submit myself to him to teach through these lips of clay. Bring revelation. Bring insight. Bring information. And that every heart will be a receptive heart. Every ear, a listening ear. And we believe that their faith will rise up and it will affect a change in their lives from this day forward. And we thank you for it, precious Holy Spirit. My angel, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you. I thank you for your presence and I thank you for the manifestations in Jesus' name, for my speech and my preaching is not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and the power that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I therefore that minister the spirit to your people and work miracles among them. I don't do it by the works of the law. I do it by the hearing of faith. And Father, we give your name the praise and honor for it in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. All right. Praise the Lord. Let's go back to uh, a scripture that uh, that we uh, talked about on the last two times together in Psalm 145. Psalm 145. Hallelujah. Psalm 145, verse 8 and 9. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all. Hallelujah. And his tender mercies are over all his works. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's difficult to read those, these scriptures without getting emotional. Because when you get to the place that you recognize the graciousness, the compassion, the goodness, the mercy 
the tender mercies of the Lord toward us. And when you make it personal, his tender mercies toward me, he is gracious to me. Remember the word declares that Jesus came with grace and truth. He is gracious to me. His grace is his unmerited favor. His grace speaks of his power and his ability, his anointing being displayed in my behalf. Or you say in your behalf. God is gracious to me. His grace is sufficient for me. Remember he said that to Paul? When Paul had the thorn and his thorn in the flesh. And you know, people have all kinds of ideas of what it was. But whatever it was, we don't have to get into that discussion today. Whatever it was, the answer to it, hear me clearly, the answer to Paul's thorn in the flesh was grace. Swallow that. Swallow that. Paul's answer. God answered him. He said, take this thing from me. Remove this thing from me. This thorn in the flesh. Please remove it from, from me. And, and the, the Lord said to Paul, my grace is sufficient for me, for you. And then Paul realized something. He realized <laughs> that God's grace took him through his weakness. Wherever I'm weak, his grace is going to take me through. Whatever the area of weakness, see, sometimes you can't find a scripture to cover your spot. But grace will cover it. See, when, when nothing else will cover it, see, there's grace. And that grace is available to cover it because he's full of grace and mercy. Hallelujah. And we talked about in the Old Testament, well, actually through the Gospels, when Jesus walked the earth, and uh, many of the people that came to Jesus, they came not asking to be healed. They came asking for mercy. Mercy. Would you extend mercy? Well, what is mercy but his grace? I'm not coming asking you because I'm worthy, even though you are. I'm coming asking you for mercy. And your mercies new every morning your tender mercies are over all the works of your hands mercy will cover it grace will cover it okay now watch this turn to Matthew please the 19th chapter Matthew chapter 19 Hallelujah. 
we got the cattle up there today. Now watch this now. In, in Matthew chapter 19, uh, verse 16. Matthew 19, verse 16. And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. He saith unto him, Which? Now there's a question for you. There's a question for you right there. Which commandment should I keep? <laughs> Let me come over here. <laughs> oh, good master. I need this and that and the other and the other. He says, keep the commandments. So which one? I'm, I'm, I'm going to mess up. So which one I got to work on? I know I can't keep them all. So which one do I need to work on to get this? You see how we do, God? Which one, Lord? Which one? Which one? Which one? Which one? He said commandments. Plural. The man's response is, which one? In other words, he's saying, I need this. And apparently there's a commandment connected to this. So if I just keep that one, I'll get this. You know how we do. Lord, I don't steal. I don't rob nobody. I, I never kill nobody. You know, I, I, don't, I don't cuss no more. You know. And I only drink when they force me. You know, I, I don't do those things anymore, okay? I, I, you know, I, I don't do any of those. But, you know, I, I, I'm believing for this new home, you know, because things are rough. You know, I, I, need, I need a home, you know, because these apartments, they charge more than a house. Okay, and all I got is a piece of paper at the end of the month. I need a house. So, you know, uh, Lord, help me with this, would you please? And he says, keep the commandments. He says, which one? Do I have to... Uh, uh, not do the other things that I didn't mention. We always try to put God in a box. We want, I mean, this. What, what is it I'm not doing that's going to get me this? Are you following me? That, that's how we think. But Jesus said, keep the commandments, plural. Okay, watch this now. Watch this. What verse am I at? Where am I at? 18, okay? And he says unto him, which? Jesus said, thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The young man saith unto him, all these have I kept from my youth up. What lack I yet? The Lord, now he's pumped up. He said, hey, I, I've been hanging with them. I've been doing them, all right? Jesus saith unto him, if thou wilt be perfect, meaning mature, go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor 
and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. Thou shalt have treasure in heaven. Come and follow me. Now I submit to you that Jesus was not only telling this young man that he did not, he was not a giver. He was not only telling him he was not a giver. He was calling him into ministry. He said, come and follow me. He had only said that to the, the disciples at this point. And every one of them was in the ministry. I believe he was calling this man to ministry. But this man had a problem. He and his money were one. Let's go on. Verse 22. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions, or better yet, great possessions had him. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, watch this now, pick up on this. Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. When his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, who then can be saved? Because they say, that's us. You just described us. So then we can't get in either. Hmm. Verse 26, but Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Oh, my, 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 my. What a statement. What a statement. What a statement of faith that Jesus laid out in the, in the, in the, in the middle of this discourse. He says, with men, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Do you know, do you, do you have any idea of the magnitude of what Jesus was saying? Jesus was saying that you're right. There are things that you're going to fail at every day. Every day. There are commandments that you're going to break all the time. You can't keep them all. The scripture declares that if, there, if that covenant that they had was sufficient, there would have been no need for the new covenant. Do you remember that? In other words, he said, keeping those commandments, it is impossible for men. That's why Christians today is such a hard way to go because they're trying to keep the commandments. They couldn't keep it. And Jesus said, with men, it's impossible. Only with God is it possible. You can't keep them either. Quit trying. Jesus said in 1 John, I believe it was, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another. If you will love one another, you will fulfill the royal law or all the commandments. Verse 
The scripture declares that the love of God has been shut abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. The love of God has been shed abroad. It's in us. We have to walk it out. It's easy to strike back. It's difficult to hold back. It's easy to cuss when somebody cuss you. It's difficult to hold your peace. It's easy to steal from someone when they stole from you. But it's difficult to say I sow it as a seed. <laughs> How can we do all these things? We can't. Grace. Grace. His power. His anointing. His ability on us. Causes these things to rise up in us. So that we can. Live holy. So that we can live holy. We can forgive. The unforgivable. Oh my. I said, let me say that again. We can forgive the unforgivable. In other words, if he's unforgivable, he can't be forgiven. But we can forgive him because of grace. We can't do it, but God in us, he can. Hallelujah. Verse 20 again. Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Hallelujah. 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 Now, now, I, I, I must relate this again. Something the Lord showed me several years ago. Uh, brother brother uh, 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 Marvin, and go now, come, just put your Bible down and come, please. All right. All right, all right. But Mark, come. You guys stand right there. Face the congregation. You come over here. You face the congregation. Now today, Brother Mark is going to be God. God for a day. All right, all right. You be God, okay? There's something that... See, that's... See, see, see? Right away, see... You know, I've done this illustration before, and I always have trouble with God. <laughs> okay, 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 right? right? Now watch, now watch now. Watch. These are men. This is God. I can get over here with men, and it can't get done. But I can go over here with God. Can you see that? Now with God. And I mean, there could be a whole army of men. And can't get the job done. But I come over here with God. With men. It's impossible. But with. God. All things are possible. Can you see that? Alright. Go on God. When you get in trouble again. Thank you gentlemen. Thank you. Amen. You see, you, you, you see that? You see that? That is a simple illustration. But, but we have to learn. That lesson. That. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. 
It's not with my paycheck. It's not with my bank account. It's not with my influence with men. It's not with who I know. It's not what club I'm in. It's not with what group is backing me. Because those are men. All of those are men. And with men, you can and most times will fail. It may seem like success for a season. But with God. So he needs him. With God, you can get the job done. You can get the job done and you can get the job done now. Immediately, you can get it done. Now, watch this. Hallelujah. All right. Turn, please. Oh, my, my, my. Second Corinthians chapter nine. Second Corinthians, the ninth chapter. I'm going to hit you with a little something here, but that, that, just hold on. So his grace is sufficient for me. Okay? 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man, according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. Ah, God loveth a cheerful giver. All right? Verse 8. And God is able. Notice it didn't say he would. All right, read that correctly. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you. Abounding grace, God's favor, ability, anointing coming toward you, for you. He is able to do that. God is. Watch this now. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you, Always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Ooh, what you say? No, you didn't get that. Let me let me go back. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you always, everybody say always. Always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Wait a minute. Always having. What? I, he didn't say that. Wait a minute. Let me read that again. Able to make all grace abound toward you that you always having all sufficiency. In other words, never any lack. 
never any need. Never, ever. God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you always having all sufficiency. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Then the sufficiency that's provided for me so that I will always have comes by grace. It comes by grace. Not by my stature. Not by my ability. Not by my education. Not by my connections. Have all sufficiency at all times. Always having all sufficiency. That's all time. In all things. How many things are left out of all? All means all. All covers it all. Yeah, but Bishop, you don't know my situation. I know all. I read. But, 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 but you don't understand. Come, listen. Let, let me tell you. Listen, before you start, I know that this says all. And if it says all, you're covered no matter what you're going to tell me. It doesn't matter what your situation. All means all. Yeah, but you don't understand. But you, you don't understand. See, we this this is uh you know, I mean this this we talking about two thousand two thousand three. You don't think it's changed? Did the word all change since the nineties, the eighties, the seventies, the sixties, the fifties, the forties, the thirties, or is it still say all? See, that's what I love about God. See, he don't change. In 1852, that said all. And in 2003, getting ready to be four, it still says all. So what am I going to do with that? Either I'm going to believe it, or I'm going to believe that my situation is above his all. Hmm. And, and see, this is this this is this is how you get this is how you get out of that mess. When you start plotting your situation as being more powerful than this all, hear me now, hear me now. When your situation appears to be more powerful than this all. God has a safety net for you. He has a safety net for you. See, because I realize that everybody can't believe for everything. Some people can't believe for healing when it's cancer. Because cancer, oh, that's devastating. I, I, I just can't, I can't see how God can do. Too many people have died. Too many people have been crippled by this thing. I, I, and I fear it. I'm afraid of it. So therefore, no matter how I try, Bishop, I can't believe that God can heal cancer. So God gives us a safety net. He says, grace. You can't believe for that, but can you believe for grace? 
you believe for my grace that my grace is sufficient to cover? Can you believe that my grace can cover that? Maybe you can't believe that my power can take care of cancer. But can you believe that my grace? So you need to do, see, 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 maybe you can't, maybe you can't go that far when it comes to that situation. See, you can't get out there. I, I, I just can't believe. I tried to believe it. But, but see, I'm so gripped with fear by this thing. And you realize that's what kills most folks when it comes to cancer is the fear, not the cancer. They don't have faith to be healed from that. But oh, thank God, he, provi he provided for that. He said, my grace, my grace is sufficient. It'll cover you. See, my grace, see, my power, my ability, my anointing will cover you. You, can't, you, don't, have, you don't have to believe for healing. See, you don't have to believe for healing. Just believe for grace. Just, just let your, just let your, your mercy, your, your, see, your mercy, because you're a merciful high priest. See, just let your mercy cover me. I can't believe it, Jesus. I tried to believe, and it's just not working. And he says, can you believe that I love you? Can you believe that I'm merciful? Can you believe that my mercy, and uh, my grace, my grace, see, 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 I, that's what he told me, see, that's what he told me, and God is able to make all what? All grace, all grace, all grace, see, all grace, all of us, everybody, everybody in here has something, I don't care if it's nothing but a hangnail, everybody has something in here that me included, something I've been dealing with for years, it seems like I just can't get over the hump. It's just, it's just like you just can't get over the hump with that thing. You know, I can believe to a point. I can believe to a point, and then I get to that point. But wait a minute. But I can believe his grace. I can believe his grace every time Every time I have to use 1 John 1, 9. And he forgives me and say, go on. No matter what I've done. So I know his grace works. Can you see what I'm saying to you? I know his grace works because I'm still here. I didn't get wiped out for messing up. I didn't get wiped out for sinning. I didn't get wiped out when I did what I did. I didn't get wiped out when I acted the way I acted. When I didn't forgive somebody. When I cussed them out. When I talked bad to them. When I did all those things. I didn't get wiped out. So I know. I know. See, I can have growl or I can have faith for grace. Because I know it works. The fact that I'm still standing, tell me that grace works. So throw the devil a curve. I say throw the devil a curve. Don't even talk about healing. Stop talking about grace. Oh, glory to God. I'm telling you, this, 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 this will enrich you. This will enrich you. Because, see, everybody can't believe that. See, I understand that. I teach faith all the time. And I can continue to teach faith. But there are people who just can't believe. They just can't believe. What are you going to do? Leave them? Can't leave them? No. God wouldn't leave them. And you think you're going to leave them out? It's just like it's just like the it's just like the baby issue. You, you talk about people, about babies who die. You know about all these abortions, all these babies that have been killed. 
You think because they didn't get old enough to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior that God's going to send them to hell? No, his grace. I said his grace. His grace and his mercy is covering them. They back there in heaven with him right now. You think he's going to leave that to man's devices? No, his grace covers them. I said his grace covers them. Glory to God. I mean, they got doctrines out there right now that if the baby ain't baptized, they die. Well, you know, they got to go to hell. That is crazy. That is not God. That is man trying to reason out something. God's grace is sufficient to cover all. Now, now, you back at Psalm 145? Oh, my God. Every time you read this thing, I mean, your toe go to tapping and your leg go to shaking. And, woo, your voice go to trembling. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. That word compassion is the same as mercy. He's slow to anger. We know that. I said, we know that. Hallelujah. And of great mercy. The Lord is good to all. And his tender mercies are over all his works. Glory to God. Hallelujah. His mercy. His mercy. His grace is covering us. We need not fear, fret, or have any anxiety. See, when, you, when, you, when you're believing and it ain't working, Tell the truth. Tell the truth. I mean, you might as well tell the truth. I've been believing and it ain't working. That doesn't mean anything's wrong with the word as my believing is not where it ought to be. But I believe in his grace. I believe in his mercy. I don't have any problem believing that. So I have a safety net. I have a safety net. How many of y'all need a safety net? I mean, how many, how, many, how many of us need a safety net? I mean, they, 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 our faith does not always get the job done. Think about it. I mean, come on now. I teach faith, but I got sense enough to know that it's not working for everybody all the time. And I don't believe that God's going to leave us in that state. He's going to protect you to get you there. You forgot who God is. You got you to recognize who he is, see? Oh, read out God. All right, all right, all right, all right. Now, now watch this now. Watch this. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Whew. Okay, I'll get there. Turn to Mark. Mark the night chapter. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Are you getting anything out of this? Praise God. Jesus. Mark the ninth chapter. Oh. Now, this man in this ninth chapter, Mark, brought his son to the disciples to have this demon cast out of him, and they could not do it. So when Jesus came in the 19th verse, Jesus says, O faithless generation, notice he said faithless generation, 
He was talking to his disciples. Amen. That's who he's talking to. Peter, Paul, John, not Paul, Peter, John, Matthew. I mean, he's talking to all the boys. All right. You see, didn't I tell you grace was sufficient to cover? Listen, listen, listen. He called them old faithless generation. And then he said, I'm leaving and I'm going to leave all in your hands. How can he do that if they're a faithless generation? Because he left grace. He left grace to cover them, see? <laughs> and he left that grace with you. No matter how much you think you can't do it, no matter how much you think you've messed up, God's plan has you going to the end. His plan has you in it. His plan has you making it to the other side. His plan has you standing up victorious. It don't matter where you are today. See, his plan has you at the end, and he left the grace to get you there. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So he said, oh, faithless generation. Listen, see, he's, he's answering. He's, he's talking to himself. How long shall I be with you? He knew he was going to leave. I got to leave these boys something to handle this. How long shall I suffer you? Hmm. Put up with you. How long am I going to put up with you? His mercy are new every morning. That's how long. <laughs> God. See, if they'd known that, they could have answered it. And then he said, bring the boy to me. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him, straightway, the spirit, the spirit, that means there was a spirit that, that was a, ain't the Holy Spirit, okay? It was a evil spirit. Tear him. And he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. He fell on the ground, wallowing on the ground, and foaming at the mouth. And he asked his father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, of a child. So obviously this was either an adolescent or a young man, okay? He said, of a child. And oft times it has cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. Oh, my God. Lord, talking to me again. Lord, talking to me again. So how, how long has this been on him? He says, of a child. Since he was a little child, this has been on him. And it, sometimes it throws him into the fire and it tries to kill him. But Jesus had him covered. Couldn't kill him. Couldn't kill the boy. How come it didn't kill him? Couldn't. Say, so how come it couldn't, didn't kill him? Couldn't. Oh, they catch that, see? How come it didn't kill him when it tried to throw him in the fire and try to drown him and, you know, and cause him to, to, to swallow his own tongue and choke himself to death? All of those things could have happened. How come it didn't kill him? Couldn't. He said, wait a minute, how, what, what do you mean, couldn't? How do you know it couldn't? Because it is written. Because it is written. 
Oh, don't, don't miss this now. Don't miss this now. It is written. This was written before it was put on paper. That that boy had to be there to be delivered. Glory to God. So it is written about you. There's stuff written about you. If the devil could have killed you, he'd have done it a long time ago. He couldn't. I said he couldn't. Because it's written. That Job got to be in such and such a spot. Such and such a day. Such and such a time. Such and such an hour. To fulfill something that God wants to do. You've got to be in his plan. Oh. I'm, I thank God I'm in his plan. See I'm in his plan. So when I get on the airplane. I say this airplane got to take me to the other side. Because I'm in his plan. And it is written. Carrie got to be somewhere. 2010 at such and such a place. And guess what? There's a grace umbrella to make sure I get there. Oh my God, my God. The goodness of God. Okay, 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 okay. Where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Oh my, where was I? Where was I? Oh, faithless generation. How long shall I shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him, and he asked the father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, a child. And oft times had to cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have what? Compassion or mercy or pity on us and help us. Do you see something here? The disciples' faith could not deliver. Don't miss that. Don't miss that. The disciples' faith could not deliver. So the man said, have compassion or have mercy. And so I saw the faith. They just didn't do it. They didn't do it. But if you can have compassion on me, you can have pity on me, mercy on me. Your grace, let your grace cover me. That will do it. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. <laughs> now watch this, watch this, watch this. Now, now, and I'm going to prove this. I'm going to prove this. I'm going to prove this to you, see? And, I, and I've never taught it like this before. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Now wait a minute. Believe what? Believe that I can heal him? That's not what he asked for. That's not what the man asked for. <laughs> Go back. What did he ask for? If thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. If you can believe in my compassion. Uh, he said, if you can believe in my healing power. He said, if you can believe in my compassion. If you can believe, believe what? Believe what you asked for. Believe what you asked for. Not what you heard from somebody else. I said, not what you heard from somebody else. 
just like he said to Jairus, be not afraid, only believe. Believe what you said. You said that if I come to your house and I lay my hands on your daughter, your daughter would live and not die. I want you to believe that. He's saying to this man, if you can believe what you said, that my compassion is sufficient to deliver your boy, he will be delivered. See, the problem was, I'm getting ready to close, I'm getting ready to close. The problem was, the man was looking to the disciples' faith. And the disciples' faith couldn't handle it. But when he turned to Jesus and looked to his compassion, remember, with men, with men, it just might be possible, impossible. But with God, all things are possible. See, you, 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 you got to get it. You got to get it right. Got to get it right. See, get now. Now I'm talking to you because I want you to put your situation in there. I want you to put your situation in there. I don't care what it is, how long it's been around, how long it's plagued you, how long it's messed with you, how long you've been praying about it, how long you've been, been believing, how long you've been confessing. It doesn't make a difference. Put your situation in there and get compassion for it. Because just like the disciples' faith wouldn't work, maybe yours ain't working. Thank God you don't have to wait five years until you get enough faith. Does anybody have trouble believing in his goodness, his compassion, his mercy? You can't have. I proved it to you. That they're new every morning. That you mess up all the time. All of us do. Hey, Amen. I probably messed up this morning on the way here. Hey, Amen. Hey, Amen. Notice I said me. I didn't say you. I didn't say you. I said me. I said me. I said me. I'm probably on the way here. I messed up. Some way, somehow. See? But, but his mercy and his compassion is going to work for you. I said it's going to work for you. I said it's going to work for you. I said it's going to work for you when your faith won't work. I said it's going to work for you when nothing else will work. It'll work for you. Because, see, that, that commodity only comes from God. I said that commodity only comes from God. Say, well, I, I, I can have pity on somebody. Yeah, but what kind of power you got? I, I feel sorry for people, and I can help them out. Yeah, that's what you're going to do, help them out for a moment. But whatever their issue is, it'll be back. Can you carry them? Sometimes we do people a disservice by calling ourselves helping them. We're not helping them. We're hindering them. If we teach them how to connect with God, they got help forever. But when we, when we allow ourselves to be their source, we've hindered them. We have not helped them. All things are possible to him that believeth. Hallelujah. 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 So his grace 
abounds toward us that we having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Now I want to close with this. I'm going to close. I'm going to close. I've been saying I'm going to close the last half hour. I just closed the Bible. I closed. I closed. Anything I say from here on out, I've already closed. <laughs> Amen. Now, now, now. I want you to see, I want you to see this. Remember, remember in 2 Corinthians uh, 9 said his grace shall abound so that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. He says that you'll be able to give to every good work that comes comes along. Everything good that the, the Spirit of God speaks to your heart to give to. Some things he doesn't even speak to you. There's some things that God hasn't even spoken to me to give to, and I give to it. Now watch this. His grace will abound toward you when you get a revelation of his goodness, his grace, and his mercy when it comes to giving. People who have gotten a revelation of his grace, his mercy, and his compassion, 10%, 12%, 15% is not enough for them. I know it's going to be hard to swallow, but it's the truth. Those who found out and tapped into that grace, their desire becomes so strong to get to the place where they give 80%, 90% of what comes in because they know they've gotten a revelation. See, see don't mess with just information. Don't mess with just information. When that information becomes revelation to you, that's when you got something. See, it's got to be in here. When it becomes revelation to you, now you've got something to work with. So what happens is these people who get that revelation, they get to the point where, you know, the tithe is 10%, but I want to work it just the opposite. I want to get to where I'm giving 90% and living on 10 Now that, 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 I mean, that's, that's a hard one to swallow because you don't have revelation of it yet. When you get revelation of it, not only will it be easy to swallow, you'll be, you'll, you'll be so in tune with it and wanting to get there so quickly because you know that he, all grace, is available to make all sufficiency for all things. That 10%, if I was living on $50,000 a year today, when I get that to that place, I can give away 90% of my, of my income and I'll have more than 50000 to live in with the 10% that's left. Now you see, I'm, I'm, well, see, I figure you'll, you'll mature. I figure you'll mature so I can tell you these kinds of things because I'm pushing. I'm pushing the envelope. I'm pushing the envelope. I mean, I'm, I'm giving. You talk about sacrificially and, and talk about giving beyond. That's what I'm doing because I've gotten the revelation of it. I don't tell anybody to do that if you don't have the revelation of it yet. 
Because it's just information to you, and you're going to get mad. Because a bill going to come, and you ain't going to be able to pay it. When you try to do that just as information, it has to come as revelation. When it comes as revelation, God is getting ready to dump stuff on you like you've never thought possible. I, I can say it without, without any, any kind of hesitation. I am already a millionaire seven times, several times over. Already. Right now. Why? In here. In here. Several times over. I know it. I know it because I've done what it takes to get there. And I've gotten that revelation. And see, that revelation is not only with the giving, it's with the grace. It's with the grace. Because remember, he said, his grace will abound toward you so that you, having all sufficiency in all things, will be able to give to every good work. It's his grace. It's his grace. I've gotten that revelation. And oh, my God. I'm, it may be kicking and scratching, but I'm going to try to pull some of you with me. I'm going to try to pull some of you in there with me. I, I want you to be in there with me. See, because see, when they start throwing the rotten eggs, I want somebody around me. See, because they, I mean, because, see, with 104 blessings come persecution. It's coming. It's coming. They're going to talk about you. They're already talking about you. But then they're going to talk about you publicly. And if you can't handle that, then you ain't ready for it. You're just not ready for it. I'm ready. Talk about me. Go ahead. It's all right. It's all right. Just talk about me. Amen. Talk about me all you want to. Amen. As a matter of fact, it probably won't be here. Might be here. I don't know. I really don't know. But when I ride up in the Phantom, when I ride up in the Phantom, and I'm going to ride up in the Phantom, I, 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 I see, I didn't see it. Brother George said it. Brother George said it right over there. Hey, you a good Phantom, man. I said, hmm, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And I can, say, I can say it to you. I can say it to you because I'm not afraid. See, you got you to gotta be able to stand up and say it and know you're going to get persecuted. I mean, some of y'all going to persecute me. That's okay. You, this is just a practice, see? Because I know y'all, so when it comes from the other ones, I don't know, okay? I, God already spoken to me. I was talking about something else. And he said, no, a new Rolls Royce. The new one is a phantom. They ain't got no other one. They don't need another one. They don't have 14 models. This is it. Top shelf, take it or leave. That's the one. But that comes with revelation. Oh, God, it comes with revelation. Get the revelation. Get this revelation of this compassion, this grace of God. And I'm telling you, it's good. I mean, because it, it takes time to build your faith. I, like we say so often, if you, you know, if you're sick, don't try to build your faith now. The time to build your faith was before you got sick. Okay, you, you, I mean, you, you don't have time for to build it now. You you work on it now. Yes, you continue to work on it, but you don't have time for that right now. You don't have time to build it right now. You go for His grace. You hear me? You go for His grace. See, you can't give enough right now to get out of your financial mess. Can you 
understand that? You see what I'm talking about? You can't give enough right now to get out of the financial mess that you put yourself in because you can't give extra because you don't have extra. You need grace. It took all that time to get to the, so so eyes open. Oh, now I understand. Oh, okay. Also, also, see, you need grace right now. You don't have time. You don't have time to build up enough faith. You don't have time. You don't have the funds to give enough because it's according to the measure that you meet. It'll be measured to you again. You can't give five dollars and expect a hundred thousand back. It does not work like that. But you might be in $100,000 worth of debt. So you need coverage now. Grace. 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 Oh, grace. Nothing but grace. The grace of God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word. We bless you, Lord God, and honor you. We glorify you and magnify you. We thank you for your goodness, your faithfulness, and your loving kindness toward us. We thank you, Father, for the graciousness that you've bestowed upon us. Lord God, your grace is sufficient for us to meet every need, every situation. Lord God, we, we plead for the mercy of God, the grace of God, the power of God to be bestowed upon us. Help us in this our hour of need. Father, we covenant with you that we'll do all the things that we need to do to build our faith, to be holy, to live like you. Everything that we need to do. But for right now, Lord, for this day, this hour, this moment, we don't have time. We don't have time to build it up. But oh, your grace is here. Your mercies are new every morning. And just like the people of old, we ask for your mercy and your grace to cover us in our individual situations. We thank you for it and honor you and give your name the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.